KZSU News Update for Friday, March 26th. Researchers say the South Africa coronavirus variant could reinfect people who have already had COVID and reduce the efficacy of some vaccines. In today's excerpt from the Epidemic Podcast, Dr. Salim Gounder explores what this new mutation means for immunity. Salim Abdul Karim is the director of the Center for the AIDS Program of Research in South Africa, CAPRISA. He's also the CAPRISA Professor for Global Health at Columbia University. Everybody just calls me Slim. Back in April of last year, near the start of the pandemic, Slim and his colleagues had started collecting samples of the coronavirus in South Africa. They were looking for new variants. And once a month, the director of CRISP, Professor Tulio de Oliveira, would come up, his lab is one floor below mine, and he would sit and go through the data with me. And we would look at how the virus was evolving in South Africa. When he came to see me, I could see he was ashen pale as he walked through the door. He sat down, put his computer on, and he showed me the data. 23 mutations. I just fell. I said, what? We've never seen something like this before. There were three mutations that stood out. They were all on the spike protein, the part of the virus that attaches to human cells. I looked at that and I said, this does not look good. They named the variant 501Y.V2. We estimate its transmission is about 50% faster. But it had another troubling mutation. It appeared that it was evading the body's immune response. So how exactly does the South Africa variant get around the immune system? Ali Graney studies how SARS-CoV-2 attaches to cells. There are some mutations that you may have heard of, such as E484K, that seem to reduce the ability for antibodies to bind and neutralize the virus. Just like the spike protein can grab onto our cells, antibodies need to find ways to grab onto viruses before they can kill them or neutralize them. But when a virus mutates... On like a very small scale, it can change the shape of the protein. So a protein that used to fit suddenly doesn't. And that change can kind of make it harder for antibodies to bind to the virus. So it kind of changes a biochemical property of the protein that can alter other interactions. This matters because there's a threshold for how many antibodies are needed to successfully fight off coronavirus. That threshold is called a neutralizing titer. Think about that old line, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Let's pretend there's a certain number of apples that represents the neutralizing titer to stop coronavirus. One person has 10 apples, another has 5 apples, and the third has no apples. Right now, the person with no apples would get sick. They don't have any protection. But the two people with apples already got COVID. They have enough immunity to be protected against the past version of coronavirus, at least for a little while. But let's say the variant from South Africa can evade this apple immune system. The body would need five more apples than normal to fight off the virus. The person with 10 apples can lose five and still have enough to stop the virus. But the person with only five apples, they're out of luck. That extra demand on the immune system means they no longer have what it takes to stop the virus from reinfecting them. This is where vaccines come in. And so it seems like most people who get vaccinated get really good responses, and it's all fairly similar across the board. In general, the vaccine-elicited immunity seems to be 
as good or in some cases better than natural infection. Because SARS-CoV-2 is a novel virus, we don't know yet what that magic number of apples is for protection. That's why the immune response from a vaccine gives people a better chance of fighting off the virus, regardless which variant they may be exposed to. And that's also why it's important for everyone to get vaccinated, even if they've already had COVID. And you can listen to new episodes of Epidemic with Dr. Celine Gounder every Thursday or wherever you get your podcasts. And after a year of KZSU news updates, this will be the last. Starting next Monday, KZSU News is switching to a weekly half-hour show at 9 a.m. where you can listen to the full version of the Epidemic podcast. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on Monday. With Carla Leininger, I'm Ken Durr, KZSU News.